0: Hey, Ronnie O and Coach Joe in the O-Zone. The O-Zone brought to you by Allied Scrap Processors. They turn scrap metal into cash. Oh my, Ronnie O, still on assignments. Coach Joe
1: in the house. Word came out the other day that Rob Gronkowski, tight end of the Bucs, was going to retire from the NFL. I have one rule when it comes to anything involving the Bucs. It isn't true until Greg Almond says that it is. Of course, I'm talking about Greg Almond of The Athletic, who covers the Bucks. the hardest-working man in media, he joins us now in the O-Zone. Greg, thanks so much for joining us tonight with this uh, breaking news.
2: Coach, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it.
1: Oh, well, say it ain't so, Greg. <laughs> Gronkowski well, retiring. <laughs>
2: He's done this before, so I would tell you that it's not always the most permanent of retirements, as, as Bucks fans have learned with former Patriots of late.
1: <laughs> That's true. So, uh, how long was Brady retired? About forty-three days. So, should we do a countdown? Forty days.
2: Yeah. Forty. <laughs> right. Exactly. Forty. Yeah. Forty days would be uh, right around the start of training camp. Actually, um, I do think uh, I do think it's it's probably not something that will reverse itself that quickly, but. Um, even his agent was kind of saying the day that this happened that it wouldn't surprise him if he came back uh, at some point during the season. You know, I think it's one of those where if, if uh, you know, if he feels right, he's got himself in shape, and it's halfway through the season, and they need some help, um, you know, it, it wouldn't be the strangest thing in the world for him to come back and, and chase another ring with Tom Brady.
1: Yeah, I wonder if it's one of those uh, veteran things where you, you tweak a hamstring long enough to miss most of the hard parts of training camp, and then you magically heal. <laughs> I wonder if he's just trying to to uh, maybe just parachute in later in the season. Uh, but, yes,
2: it could be, and that could end up being what he does. I, I think right now you can appreciate um, that he has retired. So, I mean, they've got to kind of try and make moves to you know, account for that and probably bring in another tight end. Uh, but again they'll, they'll probably make room for, for Kronk if he wants to come back at some point.
1: Well, what do they do now? Uh you started to, to touch on that. What's the next step? Assuming it yeah, would, I, is that he's retired.
2: I, yeah, I do think um I do think they need to bring somebody in. They have a really thin group of tight ends without him. Um obviously Cam Brayt's been there nine years. He's got a ton of touchdowns. Um he's certainly, you know, a proven commodity and a great red zone threat. Uh, but the rest of their tight ends combined have have one career catch. So um, two rookies they like a lot in in Kyle Otten, Kate Otten from Washington and Coquie from Minnesota, but it's probably asking a lot for those guys to kind of step in and be contributors right away. So I do think um, what's fortunate for them is there's a decent amount of kind of 30-something proven commodities. Um, Kyle Rudolph is a guy who would make a lot of sense, who's been in the league uh, about as long as Gronk, um, you know, very consistently, a 30-40 catch tight end. Um, nobody they get is going to be Rob Gronkowski. You have to know that going in. But they can definitely get somebody that Tom Brady can know and trust and, and count on uh, just because he's always had good tight ends. You know, this is something that he's, you know, he's had Gronk most of his career, um, you know, had guys early with Patriots. He certainly used a lot. And, uh, you know, I, I think it would be something they'd be missing from the office. They can get by if they don't do anything at all, but I think they like, um, you know, Gronkowski is a really good blocker, too. So this is something that, that impacts the run game as well as the passing game.
1: Yeah, I was wondering, would they be using more two tight end sets perhaps this year or uh, multiple wide receiver sets? Uh, which do you think Brady would prefer?
0: Yeah, my
2: thought, and unless they just bring in an all-world tight end to replace Gronkowski, is that they probably have a lot more three-receiver looks uh, with one tight end and one running back as kind of more the default. They've got some really good depth at receiver, and right now they don't have really good depth at tight end. So I do think there's instances where they'd go double tight end. Um, you know, they can run and pass out of that. But, uh, you know, you got to get those rookies to where you trust them to be able to do the things that they ask tight ends to do. And that might not be a week one thing. But by the second half of the year, I think you'll see, you know, K. Dotten getting a lot of work and really showing what he can be as a tight end, too.
1: Well, it also begs the question about the receiving core. You know, Godwin uh, suffered that injury last year. How close is he to getting back, and uh, and are we too thin at that position?
2: I don't think they're thin at all. Um, I mean, Godwin is still certainly a question mark, and they really haven't said when they expect him back. They've been optimistic about how he's doing. um, But, no, we don't know whether he'll be able to practice when training camp starts a month from now or whether he'll need more time for that. We don't know whether he'll be on the roster in week one or whether he starts the year on the pup list and misses the first six weeks. Um, You know, they have Mike Evans. They brought in Russell Gage from Atlanta. They brought him on a contract that pays him $10 million a year. So, I mean, he's getting paid like a number two receiver. Um, And then, you know, from about four to nine is a really good competition of guys like Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller, and Jalen Darden, and Cyril Grayson, and Brashad Perriman. Uh, even his rookie, Devin Tompkins from Utah State, has turned some heads. So I think we will have really good competition, and I think they will probably wind up keeping six. Um, if Godwin were hurt but not having to go in the top list, he could carry a, a seventh maybe just to have depth while he's out. But, uh, no, I think they like their depth. I don't think they have to add anyone at, at receiver.
1: Uh, one more quick question, Greg. As we pr- really yeah. appreciate you joining us tonight. Uh, about the defense, we know JPP is gone. Uh, any chance that Endomac is gone, or is, it sounds like he's he's out the door?
2: Yeah, no. I think he's gone. I, I think as soon as they signed Akeem Hicks, that was was very much replacing him. Um, you know, Akeem Hicks, another massive run stopper who can also get to the quarterback. Um, you know, so their defensive front is, is pretty well set now. To have Vita Vea and Will Golston, Akeem Hicks now. Their top draft pick, Logan Hall, is a defensive lineman. I uh, still have Raheem Nunez roches as a backup from last year. So those five, I think, will be your primary five. I, I they have a little bit of more money than they probably meant to with with no Gronk, but I don't know that they would use that on the defensive line. I think anything you do now, you start to marginalize a guy you really like in, in Logan Hall as a rookie that they think can help them right away
1: where does sue end up? San Diego or excuse me, the Chargers. I would still call him San Diego. <laughs> uh, I do the daily same thing. Chargers. Yeah, it's yeah. like
2: it's it's funny and like Sue had tried to float the Raiders yesterday and kind of tweeted out like, "Hey, the Raiders would be fun." And and the Raiders <laughs> kind of said, uh, "No, no, not really. Uh, Chargers would make sense. Uh, I think we've heard Chiefs for him. Uh, AFC West seems to be the division of choice for him. So, uh, for the Bucks, that's probably ideal if you can kind of get him out of the out of the conference, out of the division where you're not having to see him, um, he can still be a you know, really good defensive line. He's 35 years old, but obviously he was still playing at a high level last year. Um, I just think the Bucks are, are ready to move on. And you, know, you get to 35, 36 years old at that position, there's not many people that can do it at a high level.
1: When does training camp start?
2: July 27th. They just announced it today.
1: All right. It'll we'll be here before we know it, and uh, we know you'll be there. And uh, uh, no pressure, but we expect to know every single thing that goes on every second of the day while they're training. Absolutely. <laughs> we know you can do that. And we'll, we'll check back with you around then and, uh, and uh, see how the Bucks are doing and see how things are going as they try to get back to the Super Bowl. G- Greg, thanks so much for joining us tonight on uh, oh, no Short problem. Notice. Always on... glad to. Oh, well, Thank th- you
2: guys again. Have a good one.
1: Thanks. You take care, Greg. Talk right, to you have soon. Good night. That is the great Greg Almond from the Athletic, who covers the Bucks and covers them like nobody else. If, uh, if if Greg doesn't know about it when it comes to the Bucks, then it didn't happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, before we take our first break of the night, uh, I'm not alone here tonight. I got my family with me again. Sister, Doctor Michaeline, joining us in the house, and again hasn't hasn't left town yet. <laughs> My daughter Alex, I'm
3: about to though, so
1: yeah, I I not to for too much longer. Busy, yeah, one foot out the door, busy getting packed. But uh, oh, yeah. thanks for thanks for staying with us tonight. And a quick note: the NBA draft is tonight. We're going to be following it because it's big big night here for local fans because the Orlando Magic have the first pick in the draft. And That's while we were talking to Greg, they made the first pick, and they did not. Picked Jabari Smith out of Auburn like I thought they were going to do. They picked Paulo Benchero, the forward from Duke, who's resplendent in an all-purple suit with lots of something. He he looks amazing. What are those diamonds that 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 suit's dotted with? What are are those? (laughs) Uh,
3: You know, I'm not sure. I think I want to say rhinestones. Honestly, it's a nice jacket. It's a very nice purple color. You really can't tell. Little beads Mm. of some kind. Yeah.
1: Well if he plays as good as he looks, the magic are in for a treat. (laughs) But but we'll talk about the draft throughout the night. And then uh and we'll also try to get Ryan Thompson. We missed him last week. We're gonna effort to get him. And we also have a lot to talk about with the lightning too. And uh so so stay with us here in the Ozone. You got Coach Joe, Dr. Michaeline, and Alex right here after a word from our friends at Allied Scrap Processors. We'll be back on Talk Radio 96.7.
4: WLKM. Hi, this is Kenny Houston, former Redskins and and Hall of Famer. You'll listen to Ronnie O and Coach Joe in the Ozone.
0: Ozone, oh yeah. The Ozone with Ronnie O and Coach Joe brought to you by Allied Scrap Processors. They turn scrap metal into cash.
1: We want to thank Greg Allman of The Athletic for joining us and updating us on the Rob Gronkowski situation as well as the offensive and defensive outlooks for the Bucks in terms of their personnel as they get ready for training camp, which will be occurring, just announced, July 27th. It starts up, and hey, can't wait. be football season again before you know it. Uh, and, you know, because Gronkowski retired, I was planning on wearing – I have a Rob Gronkowski T-shirt, and I was planning on wearing it, but instead – and I want to thank you, Alex, for getting this. Uh, I, I've got I've got my very new, very authentic uh, Nikita Kucherov lightning jersey on. It's one of those alternate black jerseys that they sometimes wear, but it really is official with all the insignias and stuff present. Uh, present are uh, the efforts of my daughter, Alex, to get it, and uh, you got one for yourself as well. And I thought I thought I we did. were both going to wear them tonight.
3: Well, see. I didn't know that we were going to be matching tonight, so I just threw on this random shirt that I found. Otherwise, yeah, I would have coordinated.
1: You didn't notice I was wearing it as we were leaving the house? We
3: had a lot going on <laughs> as we were leaving the house. There,
1: well, that's true. There
3: was a lot. There was a dog. It was a lot happening.
1: Yes, a, a, a random dog uh, happened to get over-exuberant and, and it took a piece out of uh, Dr. Michaelene's arm. <laughs> uh, are you going to be okay? You're a doctor, so I trust your judgment on <laughs> <laughs>
5: I She's, think so. you got
1: to sp- speak up. Like, oh, worried you were getting locked or something. We need a tetanus shot. <laughs> no,
5: I think I'm fine.
1: <laughs> okay, good. The arm looks better than Tiger Woods' leg, by the way.
3: Oh, let's hope
5: so. <laughs> <They had laughs> a, a lot
1: pic-
3: looks better than Tiger Woods' leg. Well, yeah. They
1: showed a picture of it, you know, because nobody had, had seen what it looked like. Everybody knows how much he's struggling to come back.
3: You mean the healed leg.
5: Yeah, not yeah. Not the original. The way it looks now, right. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah right. And it still looks pretty pretty horrible.
5: Well, he and Alex Smith, both, they've had some major work done on their respective legs, so. <laughs> Alex Smith, yeah. what a legend. Yeah, he's doing television commercials now featuring that leg, so.
1: Yeah, he did. He did a great job coming back and yeah, played a little while again. They
5: both have shown a tremendous uh, rehab strength mm. and, uh, and determination, so. And it also reflects the amazing things that good orthopedic surgeons can do to put Humpty Dumpty back together.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is remarkable the what these guys doctor. go yeah. through. And uh, he's he's retired now, as is for the moment. Rob Gronkowski. Uh, we think Alex Smith's retirement is going to stick, but Rob Gronkowski's fluid. He could still come back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. Uh, I'm yeah, optimistic. It, it, it could happen, it's, and he wouldn't be the first person to come out of retirement, especially if the Bucks have a need as the one season of the goes forward.
5: Though, is that you raised with Greg Oman is whether Gronk will stay in shape to the extent that he could come back in during the season.
3: Well, I, mean, I mean, this is the first he, time he's retired. This because remember when he first, unless yeah. I'm remembering this wrong, when he originally came to Tampa, Brady pulled him out of retirement.
5: Right. Yeah, but at the beginning of the season, not
3: in the middle of it. The same thing.
1: Well, we'll see. Yeah, it it depends. I suppose he'll if he's really interested in coming back, he'll find a way to stay in shape. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, speaking of coming back from injuries, it doesn't look like uh, Braden Point's going to come back from injury anytime soon as the Lightning continue to, to try to beat a good Colorado team all banged up. And it's really, really tough because they've come so close. They're down three games to one, and yet uh, two of those losses were in overtime, including last night's, which was a that shame. That one hurt. Yeah. It was bad. Still wore the Kucherov jersey. And I think uh, no matter what, the Lightning still look better (laughs) than than Colorado. But this this is really nice. And by the way. Are
3: we talking jerseys or are we talking general? You
1: you know, we watch the games, right? And we've gone to games. And we always wear our jerseys when we go to the games. As we should. Yeah, and I like to wear them. When I do the show, it's a nice excuse to put them on, and, and I've been developing a collection of jerseys over the years. And I read sometimes online, and I disagree with that. And let us know what you think six eight two fourteen thirty six eight two fourteen thirty. You're in the ozone with Coach Joe, Doctor Michael Lean, and Alex tonight uh, do you have your own favorite jerseys that you wear and a lot of people say oh yeah you're you're an old man now you can't be wearing (laughs) jerseys and people make fun of it and 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 that who i need Uh, names i know people who just don't get it so rude you know they just they, they don't they don't get it and i think i you know when i was growing up they didn't have the options of wearing jerseys. So what they had back in the day, you know, we I was going to all the Dolphins games, because that was the sport in town where I was growing up in Miami, yeah. and they had these T-shirts. Well, you see those now. They, they looked. The, these were the only ones I saw back then. They were basically in either uh, kind of a light blue color, similar to the Dolphins aqua, or in a white, and they had the numbers. Uh, on there in you know not sewn on like this one is, which is There's like just paint, fantastic right? by the way. <laughs>
3: yeah, I got a really good deal on both of those jerseys. Thank you, Plato's Closet.
1: Yeah, go to the yeah go into the consignment I love store. Love those guys. Who? Wow, somebody was getting rid of these, and they must have speculated in them or In fact, the,
3: the South South Florida Avenue, um, there were three of them. I bought two. Unless it was taken, there is
1: one left. There is one <laughs> left. It's, it's it's like a
3: it's like a medium size. It's like a fifty in hockey jerseys.
1: Yeah. Yeah, which uh, if if you're an average sized man, you should be okay in a fifty. Uh, this one's a fifty-two on me, and it's a little bit big, but that's okay. Actually, the hockey sweaters—they're called—you know—they're they're supposed to be big because they need room for all the padding and stuff. But it's yeah. just the real deal. It even has the strap in the back that that they have on their jerseys that help attach the jersey to the to the pants and the pads.
3: I'm still assuming that's what that is. Otherwise, it just is a really weird addition. No,
1: but that's what it's for, and and, and so the, it, it's it's amazing. And, and I'm happy to wear it. I'll, I'll wear it when any chance, chance that I get. And uh, I don't care how old I am. I love wearing jerseys to the games and athletic wear in general. And I don't think
3: Athleisure. I, I,
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't think you get too too old to do that sort of thing. I I love doing it. And, and I think people who who are, you know, the pretentious kind, they, they look down like, like you know, uh, they'd probably wear suit and tie to the games, you know, do stuff like that. It's just, that's just crazy. Listen,
3: <laughs> a hockey game, okay, maybe because purely for temperature reasons, but if you're wearing a suit and tie to an uh, to a sporting event that maybe, for example, is outside or in like a bigger stadium, you better be working that game. Otherwise, just not, and I mean, that's just my personal opinion, but that just does not seem very comfortable. Because <laughs> at least with a jersey, you can wear jeans, you can wear shorts. You wear a suit, you're kind of like stuck.
1: I wear I wear you know shirt and tie and slacks all day at work. I want to go to a game or or when I'm in my off time, go into the ale house. I put on something exactly. comfortable, and I love wearing the jersey. I know, I play
3: in my jerseys occasionally.
1: You, I'm always buying new jerseys, always. and and you're always collecting them too, Alex. So, what yes. are some of your favorite ones?
3: Okay, I have. Honestly, I need to go through my clothes and actually like I will never get rid of my jerseys, but like the rest never, of my stuff. Never, 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 no, no, no.
1: Because we always try. We do. Have, I do have a, a theory when I'm buying a jersey or getting one. I try to make one that that will last or has a lasting value, not sentimentality just
3: sentimentality and yeah, with player,
1: and not just a run of the mill player or somebody passing through. I usually try to get somebody who's like an all timer. So I think Kucherov. Uh, fits into that bill. Yeah, if they
3: had Vasilevsky, I wouldn't even have given you a phone call. I should would have <laughs> showed up with both of those and charged the card.
1: Yeah, I don't think you could have gotten <laughs> as good a price of Vasilevsky, but Ooh, Kucherov, Kucherov will be remembered. Uh, for a long time 20 years from now if i'm going to a lightning game i can wear a kucherov jersey because he's like that like an all an all-timer
3: exactly exactly so
1: but who, who's some of the people you have i know you have a cristiano ronaldo we have a lot I of do. soccer jerseys i do which um, are very comfortable great that was, to wear everywhere
3: <laughs> that was the one one of the ones you got me it's the recent the recent manchester united jersey and i think they did a really good job designing that this season and then it's got and then we went and we went to put cristiano's name on the back of it so it's the ronaldo jersey i actually I discovered one of my one of my teammates, the guy that I still play with, he has that exact same jersey. So I told him that, and he thought it was very cool. But another personal favorite of mine is I'm trying to think because I've had it, I've had that one for a while, but I've only started wearing it more recently. Is I have a very nice England national team jersey. Again, this is still soccer, and uh, Harry Kane. Now I'm now obviously like I'll support the USA in the World Cup. That is my team, ride or die. But when they're not in there, I do very much enjoy watching the English national team. So I think... I've had that one for at least 3 years now, so that one's a good one to always wear and I'll be taking that one with me when I do go.
1: That'll be a good one to wear in England, which is they, yes. you know, they have their very they're very serious about which team they follow in soccer. It's like college it's re- football here. So, wearing an England jersey should allow you to mix with everybody yeah. because everybody's going to root root for them.
3: Yeah, no one's no one's going to be like, "Oh my god, you suck" if I'm wearing yeah. a um, if I'm no. wearing a jersey that supports the country. Mm-hmm. Now, if I show up in like and I walk into the wrong district, in the wrong jersey that might be an issue which you is want why to be careful
1: about that. that yeah so so the england jersey is a safe way to go for that of course and uh dr michael we know you have a manchester united jersey and uh, we got to get you some more
5: well i have my merino jersey
1: that's that is true. true oh I've, I've got Marino one of those ones. too. yeah classic. took one of your old ones classic yeah, classic. yeah I've got, i'm
5: sure uh, many uh, fans uh feel that some of their jerseys are lucky and maybe some are course. unlucky <laughs> and that might determine what your choice of of, of apparel is to a given game or a, event
1: well uh, yeah we, you know that's a very good point and we're going to get into that in a little while it's uh, time for the Fox Business Brief and Kim Commando so uh, 682-1430 give us a call in the second half of the show talk to us about your favorite jerseys what you think is lucky or unlucky and your philosophy about wearing them because it's, it's a big deal to me you know, I, <laughs> and oh, uh, yeah. and I think to any fan especially if you've seen those games you see who's out there Anyway, we'll be back in the Ozone. Coach Joe on Talk Radio 96.7.
3: WLKF.
0: Yes, of course, those of you who are traveling to uh, Europe, the temperature is like 32. Stifling hot. Talk Radio 96.7. It's the Ozone with Ronnie O and Coach Joe, brought to you by Allied Scrap Processors, turning scrap metal into cash. Ronnie O's out on vacation, but sitting in,
1: here's Coach Joe i going to get used to that metric system. Uh, uh, maybe Ronnie will explain it to us when, when he gets back from Europe. Uh, 32 Celsius. What is that in in Fahrenheit? About 92. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. About what it is here. <laughs> wow. That's hot. Hot stuff. Speaking of hot stuff, uh, the top five in the NBA draft are as expected, although not necessarily in the order expected. Paulo Benchero of Duke went to Orlando first. Second pick, Chet Holmgren, went to Gonzaga. Uh, from Gonzaga, went to Oklahoma City. Jabari Smith, who I thought the Magic should have picked, he's from Auburn. He went to Houston. Fourth pick from Iowa, Keegan Murray, went to Sacramento. And then Purdue guard, Jaden Ivey, to Detroit. So uh, that's the uh, Indiana Pacers are now on the clock. We'll keep an eye on that. In the meantime... We got him finally. Uh, we missed him last week, but uh, we, we, he's joining us tonight from his vacation home somewhere in the Outer Banks. Of course, I'm talking about the great goalkeeper and great coach, former goalkeeper for the Tampa Bay Rowdies for the Jamaican men's national team, former goalkeeper in Iowa, the first Jamaican player to ever play in the Champions League, and of course, great coach at USF and a great youth coach now. Uh, ryan thompson joining us uh, ryan it's one thank you so much for joining us we know you're on vacation is that the outer banks in north carolina or texas or what outer banks is that <laughs>
4: <laughs> no uh first no joe thank you uh, again it's always a pleasure to join you on the show man and yeah we're talking about Outer banks down in north carolina beautiful beautiful place man if you haven't been highly recommended good little getaway for you and the family
1: Oh, it sounds great. My sister, Mike, Dr. Mike Lean, who's here with us tonight, uh, just got back from there a couple of weeks ago. And hey, when she found out we pushed you back to next week, uh, she hasn't left for for England yet. Alex is here in the studio to say, "Hey, hi, yes. Alex.
4: How's it going? Hi, so how are you doing? Um, uh, unbelievable. Well, know that you know you're on it. You know, I was really disappointed that I was unable to make it last week, and know that one, I'm here, and two, you're you're here as well. It makes me even happier. So." We'll always nice, make time nice for here. you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, always respect. Much respect. Always.
1: Well, uh, Alex will be off to England in a few days. Uh, you've spent some time over in that area, over in Ireland. Uh, and yep. what was that like? What can What can you tell us about that experience?
4: Yeah, no, for me, it was great, man, because it was just right out of um, college. You know, I, I was hungry for opportunity to, you know, the opportunity came in Ireland. You know, Shamrock Ro- Rovers, Dub- Dublin, to be exact. And... You know, the the people there, I could say, they, they, they welcome me personally with with the open arms. They're genuine, kind people. You know, they are very honest people. And if they really, really, really like you, they will go above and beyond for you. You know, so I could tell you that about the, 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 the people there. They're very cultural. They they like to have a good time. In, what I mean by that, they, they like to sit, talk, you know, and have their beer, you know, drink a little bit and just tell stories of a good crack, as they call it there in Ireland um so i i i i I thoroughly enjoyed my time there and i it's a place i told my wife that we we got to take the kids you know because the welcome that we will receive there plus the just the the land in itself is just a beautiful place you know when it rains a little bit misty the the grasses are green and the air is just fresh so i enjoyed my time there
1: well you have two beautiful young girls How, how old are they now Ryan?
4: Four and six, you know. I, I, time is flying by so fast because right now <laughs> they literally take over our home. They, 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 they set the rules. They do what they want. And hey, daddy, I have no powers in my in my house, you know. So <laughs> the four-year-old and the six-year-old pretty much runs it.
1: Well, I was, as they I, should, I was wondering, and I was going to ask you about this next last week. You know, because we were talking about Father's Day, and as a dad, you're you're probably the best youth coach I've ever uh, encountered. Uh, and as a dad now with kids that young, what's your philosophy on how to get them involved in sports? How hard to push at that age? How far do they go? How much? And what sport? And what what's your philosophy with with your kids?
4: Well, it, it, for me, first and foremost, they 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 have to want to do it. The first that's the first thing. You know, I won't put my kids in any environment that they don't want to be in. For example, my you know I I I don't teach them to play soccer for the very reason that I'm a soccer coach. No, I, I would bring them in my environment to watch and observe me coaching, and then I'll go home and they'll hey dad, you know I want to be a goalkeeper. Okay, I want to be a goalkeeper? Let's go get a ball and then we'll play around. You know, and then I see. You know, how they respond to that. But the biggest thing for me, one, they have to want to do something. Two, you know, it's all about fun at that age. If they're having fun, you know, it doesn't work well. And I went to to a U5 game the other day, you know, for my daughter. First time she's going to play any organized soccer. And she literally (laughs) took the ball and was sprinting towards her own goal, and I was just laughing. And she, had the biggest, she had the biggest smile on her face. And she, she's super athletic, you know? And she's running so fast to the ball. And then there was a parent on the sideline screaming, Piper, turn around, turn around. So she stopped. They took the ball and they scored her team. And you could tell the parents were so frustrated. But for me, you know, when I look at how she responded, she like, okay, she shrugged her shoulder. She laughed and she kept going. That made me happy. You know, so... Again, it's about fun for them at that age, man. And, and again, even as an adult, it's, it's, if you if you ain't having fun doing anything, it's not worthwhile. So my philosophy is fun, effort, and respect. You well, know, go in that environment, respect the environment, respect the people there, give effort, and have fun. Those three things. It's simple.
1: Well, Ryan, you always made made things fun uh, for Alex uh, over there in in uh, Brandon at the, with the Brandon Soccer Club, and also. Uh, during those sessions at USF with the RGG Academy. You also uh, left for Texas when you got an opportunity with the uh, Austin Bold. You worked your way up to head coach there. Uh, now that team, because Austin FC got a team, that team is sort of uh, the Austin Bold team is sort of uh, left Austin. I guess they've moved to Fort Worth, and they've suspended yep. operations for the moment. So what are you doing now?
4: Yes, uh, again, first and foremost, uh, you know, just to have that opportunity to, 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 to left from, you know, coaching in the college world, to be an assistant coach, to then be a head coach. For me, though, that's a great opportunity. That's something I'll never forget at the time of my life, just impacting and inspiring and fulfilling my dream, you know. So um, it, for me, right now, when that opportunity w- left, it, 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 it was just a perfect time for me to fully, fully focus on an RTG Academy. You know, I've always done it in, in Austin. But you can only imagine being a head coach, not a responsibility, you know, ninety percent of my focus was always there. But I've always made time for the community and RTG given that opportunity to 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 do some work in the community, you know. So now that the, the pro team is gone, now that the pro team is gone, now my full my full focus now is on RTG Academy and you know we have we have seen RTG Academy camps and clinics grown tremendously. And um, the philosophy, the, the, the mentality, the community that we're building still stays the same. It's all about having fun, you know, one, using the art of goalkeeping to inspire and bring joy, you know. I want to just bring happiness to people's lives, you know. And using goalkeeping keeping is, is one of the transportation that we have and it's something that I know to do inside out. And we've been doing that with RTG Academy. So to answer your question, I'm 100% in RTG Academy right now, building and inspiring. There's been numerous opportunities for me to, to go, you know, in the USL Championship or USL One as an assistant coach. Um, most recently just got an opportunity to go to Iran at a top team. And you can't really say the name right now. But all of this stuff is premature. But not, nothing at the moment that's, you know, really going to push me to walk away from RTG Academy. So that is my focus right now.
1: Well, and, and you're... You have a great setup there in Austin, Texas, at the place called the Crossover. But you haven't yep. forgotten your, your your people in Tampa, and you do camps here from time to time, including you have one coming up. Would you tell us about that?
4: Yeah, again, you, you can never forget your roots. You know, Tampa was a special place in my heart. You know, again, to talk about you, Joe, and you know Alex, and you know Yannick Beck, you know Liz Beardley. I could go on and on. They're, they're, they're goalkeepers here that you know were family to me. You know, and they were the, the original, the, you know, the, we say the OGs, you know, the original RPG goalkeepers, you know. And for me, I, I always find time, no matter what it is, to come back to Tampa, uh, you know, Lakeland, Brandon area, you know, to, 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 to provide that service. And, you know, so could continue to inspire, you know. Um, we have one coming up in June, you know, June 11th to the 14th. Just actually, July, July 11th. 11th. That's my wife just shot in the background. July. <laughs> hi, yeah, <you> hi. <laughs> yeah, so July 11th to the 14th. You know, it was supposed to be at Madison a Middle School, but we just moved it to JC Andley. You know, and really excited about it. You know, our goal is like if one goalkeeper show up, we're gonna give a hundred percent. If ten goalkeepers show up, we're gonna give a hundred percent. If a thousand goalkeepers show up, you know, is it, again, the, the the mission still stays the same. We just want to bring joy and inspiration. Uh, for us this is a passion project not a money project you know Absolutely. So I'm really excited to really excited to get back to Tampa and to, to, to see the our Tampa goalkeepers.
3: We always <laughs> love seeing you guys especially <laughs> you got the good field now nice.
1: Well if you, yes. yeah JC Hanley, a great park down over there in Brandon if you uh, have a young goalkeeper or if you are a young goalkeeper, what's the best way to get all the information and to sign up for your upcoming RTG camp in Tampa in, or in Brandon in July.
4: Yeah, we have multiple ways you could sign up. You know, you could go through our website, www.rtgacademy.com. You know, we could also find us on TikTok, which is a massive platform for us. You know, we have over 350,000 followers now. We just did that yesterday, you know, and continue to grow. You could register through there through our link tree. You can also go to our Instagram, RTG Academy. Everything is RTG Academy. Um And you find all the information you need to to register, you know, for the upcoming camps and clinics.
1: RTG Ryan Thompson Goalkeeping Academy, right?
4: Yep. Yeah. we reaching the goal. Reach, reach the goal. Academy. Reach the goal. Way. Oh, I like
1: that even better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: and then I know you're also doing yeah. a podcast now. Got a YouTube going yes. on?
4: Yes. It's it, 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 it's a lot of a lot of time. You know, friends like Ryan, you need to share your opinion. You need to share your opinion. You know, there's there's a there's people out there who can't really get to, to your camps or clinics, but they would love to hear, you know, you could still add value to their life. And I, I, I like, I just ran with that. I'm like, that's true. You know, I've never really done it. I've always done it for other people, but I'm like, you know what? Let's build our own stuff. Let's build our own table. Let's put out our content. You know, we want to voice that we want to just continue to add value to, to everyone who we interact with, you know, whether near or far, you know, and that's the, the, the passion behind that, you know, or the drive behind the podcast. We have that platform to just talk and express how we feel about goalkeeping in general, you know, the, the, the good, the bad, the indifference, you know, and stuff that we could do to help and find solutions and hopefully reach the right people and someone could get inspired or the decision maker could make some changes as well to, to make goalkeeping experiences better, you know?
1: Yeah. What, what is the podcast called, Ryan?
4: Yes, sir. It's called Sit Down.
1: RTG Sit-Down. RTG Sit-Down. And it's yeah. available yeah. Where, wherever you get your podcasts from?
4: So right now we're on, we're on YouTube. We're putting all stuff on YouTube? on YouTube. Okay. Yeah, you know, the goal is to get everything up on um, Spotify and, you know, all the major platforms. But we're, we're in the beginning phase there, and we're just looking to continue to get better. We talked about some good stuff, some real good stuff.
3: I know there was an episode you did about the um, high school recruitment process, you and Coach Mike. I personally loved that one. I thought it was really good information, especially as a junior.
4: Yeah, uh, uh, 100%. You know, I, I feel like there is a huge mass out there who are craving for some guidance, and nobody's actually telling them the truth. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Everybody's no, no. just use, using, using, yeah. using people's ignorance to line their pockets and we're again for us we're not in that business we're in the business of bringing joy you know inspiration man and we got to speak the truth you know as uh, uncomfortable as it is as soon as we get to understand the truth And it makes you that much happier knowing that, you know, what what you need to do next. What's next step? Well, that's
1: what makes you you such an amazing coach. And if we get the opportunity ever to have your kid coached by Ryan Thompson, you need to take advantage of that. Unfortunately, the truth here is we have to take a break. But but thanks so much (laughs) for uh, joining (laughs) us tonight, Ryan. Enjoy the rest of your vacation. You know, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us this evening here in the Ozone. And we look forward to when you're here in Brandon, July 11th, right? Yes, July 11th to <laughs> Hey, Ryan, thank Thanks. you so much. Thank Appreciate you, it. Josh. Thank you. Thank you.
4: No worries, man. Respect, inspire, develop, and enjoy. Simple. Always. All oh,
1: right. Well, that's that's the, the amazing, the amazing Ryan Thompson. We are so lucky to. to he, well, he's, he's a Tampa Bay treasure, and we're so lucky to have him on the show tonight. And somebody else is going to get lucky with $30 from the Lakeland Ale House, which we'll give away after the break here in the ozone. Dr. Michael Lee. Alex and Coach Joe on Talk Radio 96.7. WLKF.
4: Hello out there. This is Henry Lawrence from the Oakland, Los Angeles Raiders, three-time Super Bowl champion, and you are listening to Ronnie O and Coach Joe in the Ozone.
0: Ozone time. It's on. Talk Radio ninety six point seven. The Ozone brought to you by Allied Scrap Processors.
1: We've been following the NBA draft, which is tonight. The Orlando Magic had the first pick, and they took Paolo Banchero, uh, forward from Duke. But uh, we'll update that in a minute. But first, it's time for the Ale House Sports Quiz at fifty six fifty South Florida Avenue. The Ale House has forty strategically located TVs, so you always have a good view of the game. And if you're there tonight, you'll have a good view of the draft. So let's ask a draft-type question for the sports quiz. Alex, what do you got?
3: All right, so for tonight's NBA draft is the fourth overall time in Orlando Magic history that they have owned the number one overall pick. The first time that that happened was in 1992. Now, who did the Orlando Magic choose with that number one pick in 1992? Was it A, Michael Jordan, B, Shaquille O'Neal, C, Kobe Bryant, or D, LeBron James? Now, if you know that answer, give us a call at 682-1430. Once again, that number is 682-1430.
1: Don't hesitate, guys, uh, because uh, we had, we're had we having such a great time tonight with Greg Amon and, of course, with Ryan Thompson. Uh, we only have a few minutes, so this is an easy, easy quiz question. 682-1430, 682-1430. The Magic's fir- first pick in the NBA draft of 1992 was the first overall pick. Was it Michael Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, or LeBron James? Think about that. If you uh, have lived here for any length of time, you should know the answer to that.
3: <laughs> I know the answer to this. These
1: are all famous basketball players, so uh, we're not picking anybody obscure here. But one of them was the Magic's first pick in 1992, and led them eventually to the 1995 Eastern Conference title. Before, unfortunately, moving on and winning lots of championships at other places. <laughs> so there's a hint. But we <laughs> love them anyways. Yeah, absolutely. A now, true treasure. Speaking of draft picks, as we mentioned, Paulo Banchero. The first pick, uh, for Orlando, he's out of Duke. Second pick went to Oklahoma City, out of Gonzaga, Chet Holmgren. Jabari Smith was the third pick from Auburn. He went to Houston. With the fourth pick, Sacramento picked Iowa guard, uh, forward Keegan Murray. Detroit, in the fifth pick, picked guard Jaden Ivey out of Purdue. Oh, and I like Indi- Indiana went with Benedict Mathurin, the shooting guard from Arizona, with the uh, sixth pick. And then the seventh pick went to Portland, Portland, the Trailblazers picked Shadon Sharp. He's a shooting guard out of Kentucky. thought maybe the Heat, Heat like Kentucky guards. He's not available, but they might go with the point guard, Ty Ty Washington, since the Heat don't pick until 27th. We'll have to see about that. And then the most recent pick was the eighth pick by the Atlanta Hawks, uh, the guard-forward combination of Dyson Daniels. Now, he's one of those uh, guys out of the G League. There's uh, several of them who may be first-round picks tonight. We'll have to keep an eye out of that. So uh, that's eight picks in. The ninth pick is next. That goes to San Antonio. We'll see. No real surprises, though, although on some boards, Chidon Sharp was expected to go a little bit lower, uh, the shooting guard out of Kentucky. But he ended up going to Portland, and uh, it'll be interesting. since did say have Damian Lillard there, but I guess, uh, I guess they could always use a little bit of help. Because who knows? He might end up going somewhere else. You know, he's he's got a lot of options. So that's the NBA draft that's going on tonight. We, uh, if you have any thoughts about that, six eight two fourteen thirty. We have a sports quiz question about the draft, specifically in nineteen ninety two, the first time the Magic had the number one overall pick. Did they use it on Michael Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal? Kobe Bryant or LeBron James, if you know the answer, you get $30 to the Lakeland Alehouse. And, hey, guys, it's not that hard. We are try to make them as easy as possible. So give us a call about that. And if you want to talk about anything else, we still have a couple of minutes left on the show. We're here in the Ozone. Coach Joe, Dr. Mike Lean, Alex. Alex, you're going to get ready to go on your trip.
3: Yes, it's been a lot of packing and throwing stuff in a corner. Yeah.
1: There, are, there is one sporting event, there, you know, this isn't really soccer season right now, but there is the Women's European Championships going on.
3: Yes, that is happening over in England the That's same time soccer. that I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, so that is soccer. I'm very excited about that, and I definitely need to either watch it or try to get into a stadium.
1: Well, let us know how that turns out. We wish you the very best. Thanks for joining us the last couple of weeks. Dr. Mike Lean, thanks for joining us tonight. We thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be here for a couple more minutes if you know the answer to the sports quiz. And uh, Ronnie will be back next week, and so will I, back here in the ozone. Zone. And we thank you for joining us. And we thank you, as always, uh, our guests Greg Alman of The Athletic and the great Ryan Thompson, who's got the RTG Academy, July 11th, coming up in Brandon. So come with us, back with us next week on Talk Radio
3: 96.7. WLKF.